I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Remoraid. Archerfish are pretty cool little animals. Nature's snipers, they live in forest rivers and use their mouths and tongues to shoot jets of water at their insect prey in the trees above. They're remarkably accurate, even through the tricky optical illusions of looking at something outside the water from within. What's most impressive about archerfish is that they actually learn to do this. While most adult archerfish are deadly accurate, they aren't born that way. At a young age, they begin shooting at prey, often as part of a group, and scientists believe they are not only capable of learning through practice, but also by observing one another. A fish with a built-in water pistol already seems like a Pokemon, so of course we have Remoraid. A silvery coloured fish with a long lower dorsal fin that gives it the vague shape of a pistol. Remoraid's Japanese name is Tepuo, a combination of Tepo or gun and O or fish. For many players though, Remoraid is often forgotten as just another water type Pokemon. Some of Remoraid's Pokedex entries are simply exaggerations of the real-world Archerfish's abilities. Pokemon Gold tells us, It has superb accuracy. The water it shoots out can strike even moving prey from more than 300 feet. And Crystal says, To escape from an attacker, it may shoot water out of its mouth, then use that force to swim backwards. And Ultramoon tells us, Also known as the Sniper of the Seas, its water gun can hit prey without fail from over 300 feet away. As the name suggests, Remoraid also draws inspiration from the Remora, or Suckerfish, a scavenger fish which live their lives clinging to bigger, more dangerous marine creatures like sharks. In Remoraid's case, the larger animal it shares this relationship with is usually Mantine. Pokemon Silver tells us, Using its dorsal fin as a suction pad, it clings to a mantine's underside to scavenge for leftovers. And Pokemon Pearl tells us, It clings to mantine to feed on the big Pokemon scraps. This is an adaptation to avoid foes. And finally Ultra Sun says, This Pokemon clings to mantine and shares in its prosperity. When its mantine is attacked, Remoraid will fight alongside it. Remoraid is a pretty ordinary fish. However, at level 25 it takes a turn for the bizarre when it undergoes quite a major transformation and evolves into Octillery. For a long time, this was an evolution that really stood out for not making any sense. Usually, even the most extreme changes could be explained with some obscure piece of mythology or a factoid from the animal kingdom. But I could see no reason why this little fish became an octopus. The explanation comes from the more subtle elements of these two monsters' designs, and it was made obvious to us when, a couple of years ago, the much less subtle beta versions were leaked. In the earliest playable demo version of Pokemon Gold and Silver, from the Space World Expo in 1998, 
Remoraid is very explicitly a cross between a fish and a revolver, while Octillery is an octopus slash tank. This military angle is the connection between the two evolutions, rather than the unrelated marine animals. The Octillery we have today is a fairly standard cute red octopus. Its tentacles, pressed to the ground and curled up a little, could resemble tank treads somewhat, and that puckered mouth which Japanese cartoons always seem to give to an octopus could be the gun, but it certainly isn't obvious. More so than military equipment, Octillery resembles an Octorok, the spitting red octopus that is a perennial enemy in the Legend of Zelda series. While it can learn some ballistic moves, Octillery's Pokedex entries really just say things that could be true of a real world octopus. Pokemon Platinum tells us, It loves to lurk inside holes in rocks. It sometimes sprays ink on prey by sticking out only its mouth. And Pokemon Heart Gold says, It traps enemies with its suction-cupped tentacles, then smashes them with its rock-hard head. And Soul Silver said, It instinctively sneaks into rocky holes. If it gets sleepy, it steals the nest of a fellow Octillery. One of the creepiest, or coolest, depending on your persuasion, things about real octopus is the way they can squeeze themselves through really tiny gaps. You often hear stories of them creeping into the next tank at an aquarium, or letting themselves out of their tank entirely and walking across the hall to a different one to nab the other fish. One of the most disturbing things about Octillery is not what it does to its prey, but what it does to its own kind. In both the Sun and Moon anime, and the live-action Detective Pikachu movie, Octillery is seen working a little street food stall. While in Detective Pikachu the food in question is left ambiguous, and could be noodles or something innocent like that, in the anime, Octillery was explicitly cooking up takoyaki, little batter balls containing diced octopus. They're a staple food in Osaka, and I lived there when I was first recording this podcast actually, and I would eat them on occasion. They are delicious! but I burned my mouth literally every single time I ate them. While the outside may be cool, the centre is still molten hot liquid. Remoraid and Octillery are simple, fun little animals. It may have been more unique if they'd carried a militaristic element, but ultimately I prefer the world of Pokemon in which there aren't tanks and guns. Music for Loopluff's Pokemon was written by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the podcast is by Katie Groves. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want to help me be able to keep posting it online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash If you want to get in contact about upcoming monsters, Delibird and Remoraid's good friend Mantine are next. We're on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. And if somehow you're not sick of my voice, check out my other podcast, Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. It's nothing like this podcast, and not so family-friendly, and it can be found on Twitter at MLSFSPod. I love Remoraid. And remember, I love you too.